Hello, everybody, and you're all very welcome to The Big Review Scheme. My name is Owen Doherty. Thanks for tuning in today. And as ever, thanks for subscribing to the show. You can get the podcast, I don't know, wherever you buy your podcasts, in Centre or Mace or whatever way you do it. I don't know. I'm shy to technology. I'm just happy you're here. Um, today, we've got... I, I've actually been really excited about this episode because, do you know, whenever you're from... A particular place and then if anybody from that particular place does well in any way whatsoever you're like yeah 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 i know them yeah yeah no they're my friend oh well they're my mommy's uh ex-neighbor's uh cousin's friend and i'm really proud of them and yeah no i can't text them right now but uh yeah no they know me don't worry about it but basically this is lisa mcgee one of Derry's finest uh ever writers now she can say that because she created and she writes uh the unbelievably popular tv series dairy girls uh based on her time of growing up uh as a schoolgirl, kind of in the mid to late 90s which is what i did as well although i was a schoolboy, but i can still relate as well i used to fancy all the girls that went to lisa mcgee's school so that kind of gives me uh some kind of relatability there um so she has teamed up with her husband uh, Tobias Beer, who's also a writer and who also has the world's greatest name, Tobias Beer, um, for a brand new four-part thriller series called The Deceived. Now, it's already aired on Channel 5, but it is coming to Irish TV uh, later on this autumn. Uh, it's going to be airing on Virgin Media TV. It stars Emmett Scanlon, excellent Irish actor who starred in Peaky Blinders, uh, Gangs of London, Hollyoaks as well, and some lad called Paul Meskel, um, who <laughs> obviously whenever the deceit was made, uh, the world hadn't yet discovered normal people. Um, so obviously it's it's an incredible stroke of luck that he's now one of the world's biggest stars and he stars in The Deceived. Uh, and it also stars uh, young English actress Emily Reed, and basically tells the story of the young girl who falls in love with her lecturer, which, uh, well, basically they're saying it's not allowed. So uh, the brand new four-part series is going to be coming out later on this autumn. So ahead of that, and to celebrate the launch of Virgin Media TV's autumn lineup um i caught up with lisa and tobias which is really handy because they are married they happen to live together as well who knew so they were both in the same place at the same time uh so this is my chat with them we covered obviously the brand new series the deceived uh, when there was a bit of talk about paul meskel and his gaa shorts um that snuck its way in there too uh, of course dairy girl series three uh, to see how she's getting on with that. Plus, Dairy Girls, the movie, which it's not quite full steam ahead, but as you'll hear from the interview, she uh, is definitely, definitely uh, has an idea uh, for the brand new movie, which is great. Plus, both Tobias and Lisa are working on a brand new mystery project, which sounds uh, very, very cool. Plus, there's a lot of talk about Doherty's Baps. Um, now, that's not a euphemism. That's just a bap made by Doherty's Bakery and Dairy, you absolute filth monger, you. Um, but yeah, Doherty's baps, I'm going to try and squeeze them into every conversation from now on. Um, but yes, enjoy this chat with Lisa McGee and Tobias Beer, co-writers of The Deceived, uh, coming to Virgin Media TV uh, later on this year. And uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Uh, again, thanks for listening. You're going to hear a wee clip of The Deceived and then straight into the interview uh, with the pair of them. Okay, see you later. Doherty's Babs. You're not the first. You won't be the last. Do you know who he's married to? 
Roisin Mulvery. Not all women are allies, Ophelia. Some are the enemy. The man that built this place shook hands with the devil. The wife is dead. I'm pregnant. I told her about you the night she died. She did it to herself because of you. I saw her. Who? Roisin's alive. I found the body. She's here. She's angry. It's not safe here. There's something about this story that doesn't quite sit right with me. Who cares how it sits with you? I'm not mad. Lisa and Tobias, it's wonderful to chat to you today. Welcome to the Big Review Ski. Thanks for having us. No, no bother at all. Well, first of all, congratulations on successfully, one, being married, and then successfully, two, <laughs> writing a show together. The fact that you're both in the same call obviously indicates that things are still okay in the uh, in the McGee beer household. <laughs> yeah, we survived this. Um, it was actually... It was actually fine, wasn't it? We, we, we always say we have more arguments about things like doing the dishes than than writing the the scripts. Um, we just thought it was it was important to be very honest with each other. Would you agree? Yeah, and we tend to we actually work tend to work pretty separately when we're actually doing it. So initially, we'll talk about ideas together, but when we're actually writing, we sort of go off on our separate way so it's actually the one time where we get a bit of a break <laughs> from each other um but yeah it works works so far we'll see yeah yeah, we'll I, see yeah I thought uh whenever you said you were working separately I thought you were still talking about doing the dishes but uh <laughs> like I do the washing and then I leave and then he does the drying and that's it but no, it's um. Well, first of all, I was going to introduce Lisa as the Jessica Fletcher of TV writers. I know that's um. Uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> no, no worries, but but, but Tobias, I, I don't know who you're. Are you the Columbo of TV? I don't know what your what your equivalent uh, title. Lisa, that's Lisa as well. I think she's. <laughs> we have we have like a Jessica Fletcher mug and a Columbo mug, and it's one of the most painful things for me deciding who gets. To be who, it's so babyish. But like, I, because I want to be both of them. Just make that, yourself. That's how, that's how mature I am. Yeah, just make yourself two cups of tea and you're sorted. <laughs> Um, but no, listen, first of all, um, congratulations on The Deceived. It's already received a brilliant uh, reaction in uh, in the UK. So um, can you just give us that? We I know you're, you were saying about the writing process, but just a, a wee quick kind of summary for any of your Irish kind of audience who may not be familiar uh, with the show so far, just as to what it's about. Do you want to do that too? Because you're better at summing it up, I think, than me. <laughs> it's a, the, the story is about a young... Uh, English student at uh, Cambridge who uh, falls in love with her Irish lecturer and start her married Irish lecturer and embarks on an affair with him, um, which finds her eventually following him back to his old country family house, a big country house in Ireland, uh, where she finds herself increasingly sort of out of her depth and grasping to work out all of the strange things that are going on around her, including a house that may or may not be haunted and figures from his past uh, 
cropping up and uh, making life unsettling for her. And the the, the, the main influence for, for it was it was uh, gothic novels and gothic films. Uh, a lot of Hitchcock people will recognise. There are a lot of people who are familiar with Hitchcock's Rebecca, say, or films like Gaslight um, will rec- recognise certain aspects of the story, like the big house and the damsel in distress and certain things like that. But that was very much our our inspiration. And when we put, when we first got together, we used to watch, we watched a lot of those films and both, we had that, we found that we both really enjoyed the, that genre of stuff. And we sort of thought, well, maybe we could do a sort of modern TV version of, uh, of, of those sort of movies. So that was, that was the sort of genesis of it. Yeah, it was love at first gothic horror, basically, for the pair of you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 it looks fantastic. Like, from as I said, I've on this side only seen the trailer so far, but it went down brilliantly well uh, with the audience. So obviously there's something connecting there straight away. As you said, um, the intrigue of the relationships, uh, but then coupled with this, like, potentially haunted element as well. Um, no, it's, it's just it's definitely caught the audience's attention. I know that... Um, it is early days. It hasn't even aired in Ireland yet. But have you been talking together about the potential of a second series or a, or a connection to that first series, potentially? The first series completely wraps up. And it was, it doesn't land itself naturally, the second series. So it's quite heightened and quite big, um, much like lots of those thrillers with Tobish of Fitches that inspired it. It'll probably be a way of doing a second series using some different characters, like using the village or using the big house. Um, but we haven't really thought about that. No problem. Yeah, no. I, I think, uh, well, sure, maybe if, if lockdown continues or whatever happens, you might be stuck uh, <laughs> writing in separate rooms again at some point. Um, yeah. I think what, the, what, was really, what we were really keen to do was to make sure that this was a self-contained thing so that people wouldn't be left having to wait a year or be a year or two to know what's happened or be, be frustrated by an ending that kept was kept open for a second series. So it, it, it does wrap up and hopefully there'll, there'll be no, well, maybe some tiny questions, but people will certainly know what's happened. Yeah. Excellent. No, as I said, uh, really, really looking forward to seeing it. Obviously, you've got, um, I'm a big fan of Emmett Scanlon, have been for years as well. It's great to see his kind of uh, stock continue to rise. But obviously, you know, and I know people have asked you about this before, but the, the way, like from one thing from an Irish point of view, it's like, your man, Paul Meskell, really? Like everybody is fun. <laughs> and then the whole world has fallen in love with him. And we actually had him on the show uh, a few months back for... Uh, normal people, obviously. But what did you think whenever you knew the deceived was in the can and you started to see the reaction to something like normal people? And you're like, wait a second, isn't that the lad who's in our show as well? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, what was that like? Well, we had, um, like, obviously, no one had any idea really what was going to happen with normal people. I think there was certainly lots of excitement about it because it was such a successful book, you know. Um, but it was just incredible. Paul was cast, this, you know, he just finished filming Normal People. He wasn't the superstar he has now when he was casting it. 
So our, our casting director, Louise Keeley, was the casting director of Normal People, and she came and just said, this guy's going to be massive. He's available. You need to cast him. And we were like, yeah, okay, brilliant. Um, and then, yeah, it, then we, there was one moment where I'd seen Normal People absolutely like, was obsessed with it, lo- loved it. And then I, I was watching an interview with um, both Paul and... and Daisy and uh, with James Corden on the Rachel, and he said to him, you know, last week you were the most Googled person on the internet, and that's when I kind of went, oh my god, this is crazy, you know, and and he, he's on our show, <laughs> it's about to come out, and uh, so it was really exciting, but completely accidental and just luck, you know, we just got very very lucky. Um, so yeah, but it, it, it was it was very exciting to work with him for a small, tiny. <laughs> yeah, no, it um it uh I remember that whenever he was the most googled like person in the world, which is just insane. Um, and then I think the second most googled question was like, "What are GAA shorts?" It was basically <laughs> you know like because that's the other the other phenomenon that's that's come out of it. But uh, absolutely, no, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, so that's that's brilliant uh, news about the, the Deceived, as we said, and the cast are obviously uh, doing brilliantly well off the back of that. Are you both taking like a well-deserved, well, <laughs> I know things are kind of uh, up in the air at the moment, but where are you both in terms of, of your own work? What, are you working on anything at the moment, Tobias? Yeah, so we're doing, the, the, um, Lisa's obviously got Derek Ellis to to come the third series of that. And we're, we're doing another thriller that we're doing together, which is very different. I can't say huge amounts about it, but it's um, in development. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be ready to go the end of next year, but everything's up in the air, obviously. But yeah, the, one of the benefits of for us of the lockdown is, is that writing is one of the few things that, can continue because everyone's developed because there's nothing else TV companies can do except develop stuff. So we sort of haven't uh, haven't stopped, luckily. So yeah. No, yeah. Ex- that 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 thriller. Uh, everyone's going to be waiting with bated breath to find out uh, any details about that. Is that set in in England, Ireland as well, or? It's sort of it's set it's set in a few. Um, I'm just going to assume both of you are doing a brand new James Bond film, so that's what's going on in my head. Um, but no, no, that's that's all great. Now, Lisa, this is the part where we move on to the hour and a half where we talk about Dairy Girls, flat out. Um, but no, speaking of, you said successful books. You've obviously got Aaron's Diary is coming up. That's probably the first the first thing that's coming out in relation to Dairy Girls, is it? Yes, that's, that's, that's almost um, ready now, yeah. Uh, so that's been, that's been mad. <laughs> Um, and, you know, good, good crack to, to, to obviously write something completely from Erin's point of view. Um, I feel like I know her very well. <laughs> so, so and, and also just I love going back to the 90s. Do you know what I mean? I love any excuse to go back and listen to the music again and, 
think about the movies that were out and all that. So that's been great. Yeah, well, I know every single member of my family's getting it in their stocking this Christmas anyway. So, <laughs> so, oh, so, so that that plan worked anyway. So fair play to you. That's good. Um, <laughs> And then in terms of Series 3, where are we? I'm sure it's kind of constantly, the situation is probably changing rapidly all the time, but where are you yeah. right now? Well, we should have been finished filming at night, um, but we, we kind of made the decision to push back because we couldn't have achieved what we wanted for it with the, with the restrictions that are in place. We're trying to just figure it all out and... Um, we're getting there, I think. Um, we didn't want to compromise the show, basically, and it would have been hugely compromised if we'd have gone ahead. So, uh, so we just decided um, it was it was worth waiting to get it right. And so the minute we can get back, we will be. No, that, that that's again. Obviously, the world is 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 waiting for that one. In terms of like uh, things to potentially look forward to, because obviously. You guys have been sitting there, Tobias. I don't know if you're you're even allowed to see some of the the scripts, or if you're uh, you know on pain of death. But uh, you might have had a sneak preview. But in terms of Lisa, things that you're you know dying for people to see, are there any like you know I don't know cameos or or people that people you know won't expect popping up in in series three? Yeah, there's a few things that I can't wait to film because I know they're going to. Well, I mean, they might not be funny, but they make me laugh. And Toby's seen all the scripts, you know, um, and, yeah, he's one of the few people who does. Probably, actually, only Toby and my two executive producers. Um, we keep it all very close to our chest, you know. But uh, it's, it's, it's just, I love doing very, very silly things with them, and I love trying to push it, and I think I've pushed it quite far. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just excited to see, uh, yeah, to see how we because I love Mike, our director, is just so talented, and I love seeing how visually because I obviously don't have that gift of, of visualizing it. You know, he's, he 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 can make the comedy work in such a visual way. Um, I, I'm just really excited to see how he choreographs some of the stuff and. Oh, that's so I can't wait to get back, really. Well, I, I can't wait to see you completely embarrassing famous people. Basically, is that, <laughs> yeah. um, well, what about, do you think? Uh, do you think? Are you, have you been texting Paul Maskell and asking him to come and cameo in series three? I mean, no, because he wouldn't. But uh, he he can play whoever he wants. You know, <laughs> if, he, if he ever wants to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, we, we always say we're just never going to see Paul again, but we... <laughs> I think he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. It's gonna be, yeah. yeah, it's going to be leading, leading Hollywood man, isn't he? And rightly so. Yeah, no, I, I don't think normal human beings. And don't forget, like, you guys are operating on a level to everybody else as well. So I don't know what, what kind of stratosphere he's gone into. But um, <laughs> in in terms of just, like, fans of the show, and as I said, obviously everybody is 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 waiting and hoping. Um, and I know you did talk recently about the potential of the, the movie side of things, and it didn't appeal to you before, but there's potentially something there. Where where would you be, like, kind of thinking about that at the moment? So things like the priority for me is always the TV show. So, so once I have Series 3 sorted out and I found it, I think I would like to... Um, I would like to do a movie night. I think I've talked to all the gang, you know, and um, they like to do it. So, yeah, it's just about me figuring out the story, but I can't, I haven't, I've got like half an idea, but I, I definitely don't have a script. 
or anything, you know, we're, we're a long way off, I think. Um, it's just that I think we'd all like to do it now. No, but even even that half an idea is is obviously very exciting. Um, has Angela <laughs> has Angela Lansbury? Do you know? Has she watched the show? Has she? Do you know? Have you been in touch with her people to send her a copy, or what's the crack there? I mean, I think I think perhaps my agent made an attempt once, but doesn't hear anything. I mean, yeah. I, it would be my dream. I mean, I would just love her to see even the opening with her poster on it. Do you know? I would. I would just love her to see it. We've but, tried, uh, if you've got any contact, yeah. because we've tried. <laughs> maybe, maybe July can help. Yeah. Um, but that would be my dream, yeah. for her to just even watch one second of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll DM her on Twitter, sure, and see what the crack is. <laughs> and, and, and listen, I'll, I'll, I'll not keep you, so one, just one final thing, and... Um, uh, I know all, all the work there is going fantastically well, but uh, it was obviously, at least not to end on a downer because it's actually, he was so incredible, but obviously as a dairy fellow dairy person, John Hume um, meant a lot to you. And we saw that even in Dairy Girls Series 2. And I know, I, d- I don't think you, you, you weren't in Derry uh, at the time, obviously. Um, so I j- just wonder what it was like for you to see the, because I was so proud as a, as a dairy person to see the outpouring of love around the world and especially like in Ireland as well. But I just wonder like a few words or memories yourself um, of, of the great man. Well, yeah, it was, it was weird being, being away and watching it in London. Um, and ob- like I was being updated by my, my friends about the, about the, funeral and things because they were all, you know, they went to stand outside the cathedral. But um it it yeah, it was it, it was just such a it was such an incredibly sad thing, I think, because um it made you look back on everything he'd you you know, I was just reading lots of articles about everything he'd done and everything he'd sacrificed and um you know what a what a truly great man, and you know, in the in the proper sense of the word, he was. And um, I just I feel a huge debt to him, you know. And I, I kind of feel like even silly stuff like Derry Gears wouldn't have been possible without um, without John Hume because it was you know the reason I had the opportunities. It was you know was was because of the things he he did. Um, so yeah, it was it. it, it it really, it affected me. I knew, I knew I was going to be sad, but it, it surprised me how how sad I was about it. Really, I don't know how you how you felt. No, it, it's do you know interesting. Like it's something very very similar. The kind of the reaction because you always know him uh, or you knew of him, you know, locally and people who knew him. But whenever you did see like kind of the wider reaction, and then as you said, started reading up so many extra stories and books and like documentaries and everything you're just like holy he did so much more than even you know that I realized and then everybody because I I was well like because of lockdown I was fortunate enough to to be here in Derry for it so I I went up like your friends to the to the cathedral to to kind of pay respect and and even then you just know especially when you see some of the pardon my language the shite that's coming out now you know in terms of people who have been breaking uh, with Golfgate, which again is from another excellent dairy writer, Aoife Grace Moore, the the reporter, like she broke that story. But I mean, you you kind of see that 
um, that juxtaposition of of people missing out on certain experiences that would have been really important to them, mm-hmm. uh, and then other people kind of taking advantage of that situation. So yeah. no, I just, I just, I knew, I knew he obviously meant a lot to you. So um, no, thanks, thanks for those memories. And I think there's a, there's a writer from Jordan that's been known called Darren Anderson. Do you know him? No. Um, but he said he wrote a thing which I thought was perfect that he he went home one day. And someone said to him, John Hume was there in the house. And he said it was like being told Moses was in the living room. <laughs> and I just thought that was perfect, you know. Yeah, no, that's, I don't know if uh, if anybody gets Moses' autograph, but that would have been an amazing day. Right? <laughs> Um, no, listen, Lisa and Tobias, thank you so much for, for your time today. Um, depending on what happens, if you get around to filming Series 3 here in Derry, or if you decide to bring Hollywood to Derry and go for the movie, I am on hand for Creamhorn <laughs> Runs. Um, I, I, can, I can run to Doherty's Bakery. I'm a Doherty as well, but I don't think we're related, but you never know in Derry. Like, so I'm just going to say I'm related to them. So I'll get you free Creamhorns, no bother. Oh, my God. Doherty's Bakery, like a fast. Doherty's Bakery. Yes, that's brilliant. Best bakery in Derry. So, um, <laughs> I don't know where, where do they get the bread? There's something in it that's that's yeah, yeah. I don't know what they do to make it so like a pillow. It, <laughs> it's, it's cocaine, Father. That's what it is. <laughs> but no, but uh, f- for legal reasons, I obviously have to point out there's no cocaine in Doherty Bakery, Baps. So, um, <laughs> but no. Listen... Lisa and Tobias, thank you for your time today. Best of luck with uh, The Deceived here in Ireland. And uh, best of luck with absolutely everything else, the books and the, the new James Bond movie that you're definitely, definitely doing. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck. And the dishes. Don't forget the dishes. Uh, thank you so Thanks much. Very much uh. No bother. Thanks, guys. Chat to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.